Hello and welcome to the Credit Union Overtime Podcast from the Credit Union Webinar Network powered by FinEd. My name is Eric and I am happy to welcome you to this episode. Today, we have a great conversation with our Rachel Cartwright and Joseph Sylvia of Howard & Howard Attorneys talking about his recent webinar on managing vendors, due diligence, contracts, tips, and tools. It's a great quick conversation. It'll give you a lot of good information on that vendor management world, and we appreciate Joseph Sylvia's time in coming on with us today. A quick reminder for you, our 2021 webinar calendar is available. That includes all of our series offerings. Uh, we'll We'll put the links to both of those things in the notes of this podcast. So with that, we'll jump right in to Rachel and Joseph Sylvia. Hello, and welcome to Managing Vendors, Due Diligence, Contracts, Tips, and Tools with Joseph Sylvia. Today, our guest is Joseph Sylvia. Joseph is an attorney in the Chicago office of Howard & Howard Attorneys. His practice concentrates on the financial industry, including mergers, acquisitions, strategic transactions, general corporate matters, private equity, financial technology, and banking and consumer finance regulations. Joseph advises clients and writes and speaks to industry groups on topics related to corporate activities and supervision of financial institutions, including state and federal regulations regarding retail banking, third-party risk management, anti-money laundering, OFAC compliance, payments, blockchain, and digital currencies. Joe previously served as counsel to the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago and is currently an adjunct professor at Chicago Kent College of Law, where he teaches consumer banking law. So, Jason, so, so Joseph, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you doing um, over in Wisconsin? You said you were on vacation. Today felt like the first cool day of fall weather for us over here in Montana. What's it like over by you? Uh, it's actually a beautiful fall day. The leaves have turned uh, just magnificent colors up here uh, in the last week or so that we've been hanging around. So I'm uh, doing well, hanging in there, um, away from home outside Chicago, but um Looking forward to getting through uh, the difficult time everyone's having and, and hopefully on to the better. Absolutely. Well, that sounds gorgeous. I always love the fall time with all the changing leaves. I mean, who doesn't? That's good <laughs> stuff. Well, Joseph, I think I'm going to jump right into our discussion today, if it's okay with you. I wanted to start by introducing your webinar, Managing Vendors, Due Diligence, Contracts, Tips, and Tools a little bit. When it comes to this webinar, are there any overall key points from your presentation that stand out to you as important enough that you want our audience to know about it going in ahead of time? Sure, absolutely. Thanks so much uh, for having me, first of all. Um, I think it's a, a great webinar and a great network that you have with the state trade groups. Pretty important information, not only, you know, I think from the webinar that we did together, but also many of the other webinars that you put on. Um, with respect to the vendor management uh, webinar we did last, uh, just recently or we're doing it's you know the focus is really on creating a system for banks and credit unions to use going forward for not only their most critical vendors but really the entire subset of vendors that they use whether it's their maintenance services cleaning services all the way up through the core processing providers uh, creating that system and that system includes uh, the basic database where you're going to have uh, general information on your vendors, um, creating due diligence checklists or due diligence questionnaires that you might send out to proposed vendors. Um, and, you know, starting from there all the way through, 
the contracting stage and really the ongoing monitoring stage, things to be mindful of in terms of what the contract says, what it doesn't say, kinds of reports that you can request from your vendors, uh, whether the vendor is obligated under the contract to provide it to you or affirmatively, or if it's something that you actively have to request from the vendor. Um, that system is really the core of what we're trying to put together. We start with the regulatory guidance, of course, at a very high level to understand what those expectations are, because once you understand those expectations, it will help you craft a system and we go over this in the webinar, a system that's really tailored to your institution. That, that's critical. Um, so I think that system is really the key piece of the webinar and where we want to focus. Well, thanks so much for that, Joseph. And as an expert in law, I'm sure there are certain legal aspects that probably stick out to you regarding managing vendors. So are there any common mistakes that you see financial institutions making when it comes to the legality of dealing with outside vendors? You know, not necessarily in terms of the legality of dealing with the vendors, but really in that contract stage, understanding what the legal agreement says, um, because it's a living document. And at the end of the day, you know, as we've seen with, with this pandemic, people move uh, positions, they move jobs, they move institutions. Um, and if you have one person that is really managing a vendor relationship, and has a bunch of background information or has established certain protocols that aren't written anywhere, especially if they're not written in the contract, and that person leaves or the person that they've been working with, their contact at the vendor leaves, all they're left with really is going to be the four corners of that contract. And so there's a, uh, there's a robust uh, part of the guidance from each of the agencies that focuses specifically on the, the contract provisions that are most important. In the technology age, things that we really want to make sure we pay attention to are things like data security, privacy, cybersecurity, you know, uh, dealing with uh, on, the, on the front end with the contract, you know, when certain notifications need to be made, when people need to be apprised of whether or not there's some kind of data security incident or a cybersecurity breach or a potential breach. You know, those are some of the, the most pressing issues for right now. And again, those are really focused on the critical vendors, the technology vendors. You know, the, the, um, the agencies are really hyper-focused on technology service providers right now, and uh, especially the CFPB with uh, consumer data, whether it's your member or your customer, that data is going to be very important to the CFPB uh, as the consumer protection regulator in this, this day and age. So those are, those are some general thoughts there to start with. Well, great. And um, so, I, I mean, I'm sure that this webinar, of course, is a great tool for institutions to use um, to help find good techniques for, for vendor management, but are there any resources that you can think of um, that institutions can contact for help making sure that they're managing vendors correctly and safely? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I keep coming back to the guidance from the, their particular regulatory agencies. Um, whether you're a bank or a credit union, your agency has robust guidance out there. There are also examination procedures, um, which are used by the agency examiners who are coming in to review your vendor management policies, processes, and program. Uh, and, and those exam procedures have a whole laundry list of questions that the examiners are going to ask or explore with you. And to the extent that you can, or you're able to, essentially you have the test before 
it's time to take the test, right? So if you take those exam procedures and that guidance, you're given a really robust starting point uh, by which you can uh, assess the program before the examiners come in and assess the program, understand your program, understand how it is or is not uh, tailored for your particular institution, and, and kind of remediate accordingly before you have the exam. Well, that's great. Thanks so much for that, Joseph. So um, another thing I want to talk about here on our on our podcast is I wanted to get to know our speaker a little bit better. Uh, so along those lines, I have some questions for you, specifically about you. My first question is, what is your favorite part of your job? And I know that's kind of a lot to ask. So if you need a moment to think about it, take it. Um, but just what do you really enjoy about what you get to do? Yeah, no, great question. Thank you so much. Um, I think my favorite part about being a financial services attorney with uh, kind of a split focus between corporate M&A side and the regulatory side is really, really trying or really being able to help institutions um, assess risk, deal with the risk, um, draft their policies and procedures accordingly handle regulatory examinations, handle potential enforcement matters, um, but really helping the institution understand the expectations and meet and hopefully exceed those expectations before there's some kind of issue. So it's very much looking forward to, um, you know, an ounce of prevention to avoid a pound of cure. And that's, that's what I really enjoy, especially on the regulatory side of things, because the regulations are very complicated. Um, there's, there are different regulations for different kinds of institutions, of course. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of institutions, in my experience, all of our clients, all of the folks that I've met at conferences, all the folks that I've, I've worked with or, um, or spoken with, that really want to do right by their customer, by their member, um, by their, your, their businesses. And, uh, it's just, I really enjoy helping them do what they want to do, which is, you know, make a little money, but do the right thing and provide really valuable services, necessary services for their customers and members. Um, so I really enjoy getting to help do that. And then, you know, getting to visit them on site is even better than sometime in the future. So. Absolutely. Well, we sure appreciate you sharing your expertise with us. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, awesome. So the last thing I wanted to touch on today was I wanted to ask you if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and what your company does, the specifics of, of what you have to offer and what Howard & Howard represents. Sure. Absolutely. No, I appreciate the time. Um, so Howard & Howard is a 151-year-old firm now. We're headquartered outside Detroit, got five offices in Michigan, Illinois, California, and Las Vegas. Got about 160 plus attorneys at this point, uh, very hyper-focused on providing our legal services to businesses. Um, so that may be large multinational conglomerates, or it may be uh, uh, venture capitalists or startups or their founders. And so we've got a kind of a wide range of businesses that we serve, but the focus of the firm is very much on providing services to our business uh, clients. Um, within the firm, there's obviously a number of practice groups. We're uh, you know, a full-service law firm with a nationwide reach, uh, like many others. Um, but 
within the firm, we've got our corporate and transactional group. We've got the litigation group and we've got, you know, real estate, IP and all those kinds of things um, that are just excellent practice areas for us. Uh, we are uh, very much uh, focused on uh, obviously providing great client service at, at reasonable rates. And, you know, with me, our practice in the financial institutions group, out of those 160 or so attorneys, we've got about 30 of us that are um, very focused, if not almost 100% focused on financial services and financial institution clients. And that's banks, credit unions, mortgage companies, money transmitters, um, anybody providing uh, financial services to uh, businesses or consumers are, are included in that client list. We've got within the banking group specifically about 200 or so uh, community, regional, and large banks that we perform various services for. And for myself, within that financial institutions group, I am split about 50% on regulatory matters. So that's, uh, you know, regulatory compliance, regulatory enforcement matters, um, handling uh, applications after M&A and other kinds of expansionary activities for our clients. And then also on the other side, dealing with that M&A and uh, corporate and transactional work for banks, bank holding companies, credit unions, and so on and so forth. So um, kind of uh, starting at the 10,000-foot the level with Howard and Howard down to, uh, to where I sit in the firm. Uh, it's, it's a great firm. Uh, I'm excited to be with them. Uh, great things on the horizon. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're just working hard for our clients. And, you know, we'll all get through this together. Awesome. Absolutely. What a ton of services you guys offer. Um, thank you again so much for, for that um, little overview um, of what you guys can do. Um, and thank you again so much for joining us, Joseph. I really enjoyed having you on our podcast today. Okay. Thank you, Joseph Sylvia. And thank you, Rachel, for that great conversation today. To wrap up, if you want to get more information on managing vendors, you can check out the webinar that Joseph Sylvia did with us uh, near the end of 2020. The link is in the podcast notes. And like I said, all of our 2021 webinars are available and you can check those out at the links as well. As always, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining us here on the Credit Union Overtime Podcast. Stay healthy. We'll see you next time.